Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Charlie Baker. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. We were joined by boxer Lawrence Sacoli, the cruiserweight. He's in action at the O2 this Sunday. And Charlie, you and your lad are going, aren't we're you? We're going. We've bought tickets. tickets. I've never been to a boxing match, wow. despite trying a few times before. Yeah. Never been. Very excited. And to meet the man himself. Great, isn't it? Very soft hands, Paul. Yeah. Well, I, was, I don't know if I expected him to have, like, hard hands like a welder or something, but... <laughs> Very soft hands. Very soft hands. I don't hands. know if that helps you I, as a boxer. We, we uh, met uh, um, Joe Frazier once. Not very soft oh, hands. Right. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Going to be callous. Let's play but the soft hands. hands. A, the hands of a trawlerman. But oh, massive yeah. hands. Yeah. Anyway, um, Mike Bobbins joined us. <laughs> he was funny, wasn't he? As well. Uh, comedian, Wales rugby fan. We yes. looked ahead to the England-Wales game. Uh, we had a bit of a chat, didn't we? We did. The listeners got involved. Stuff, yeah. And we had a birthday spread, as mm. always, of a, of a Thursday. So here it all is. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Charlie. Eight minutes past one. And uh, speaking of meltdowns, you want to talk about Burnley v Spurs? Well, we are going to talk to Dan uh, Kilpatrick, who's the London Evening Standard Spurs correspondent. He was there. He was asking some of the questions and witnessed it all unfold. Mm. So we'll get a a measured uh, take on it. Yeah. Um, Our old friend uh, Richard Cracknell was tweeting earlier on. I do tend to concur with him. I think, as Conte said a, a couple of months ago. Or, yeah, it was a couple of months ago now. It's been going on for a while, isn't it? You're going to have to get used to this. They'll win some, they'll lose some, they'll yeah. draw some because ultimately they've got a few good players and a lot of very average ones. Mm. And that is the issue until you, called, you called it earlier in the week. You said we'll probably go to Burnley. Well, because I know you're half every joking, Tottenham but... fan knew that was going to happen last night. You would have put, honestly, they would have yeah. put the house. I mean, it's, it's great Conte. After four months, he's having a kind of ego fueled meltdown. He's like, try supporting them for 50 years, mate. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, so anyway, we will just see it coming, couldn't you? you can't yes. We, we, I mean, it was an interesting night's football, and uh, we will be reflecting on that a little bit later on. Did you? I, I kind of, I, I, you know, I was keeping an eye on what was going on with Spurs and watched extended uh, highlights. For afterwards. my sins, I watched the Man United game. Yeah, and, um, I was it was on that pretty well. dull, Paul. Yeah, it wasn't good a great, result. Though. Good result for them, Very and Anthony Lange and obviously coming on and looking. Fresh legged and cool finish, you know, and very, very good. Yeah, Liverpool. I mean, I've watched the highlights. They yeah. look just a bit un- worrying for Leeds. They that look wasn't it? Unstoppable. I mean, ball. you know, if you if you take the key players that they haven't got in their team, and you do feel for them, but that was an old school shoeing. I did, I couldn't see six. We were talking to Tony Evans yesterday, and I thought could have been three one. I didn't yeah. ever see him winning it, but not six. That's not good. No. Don't don't worry, Leeds fans. Doctor Tottenham is with you. <laughs> Saturday lunchtime. Oh, oh, He's making oh, a nice. house call. He'll turn up with his little leather bag. What seems to be the problem? We're shipping goals. We're not scoring many. We've not won any points. Just take this magic blue and white pill and you'll be fine in 90 minutes. Yes. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. Dr. Tottenham. Dr. Tottenham. Dr. Spurs. Dr. Spurs, we'll see you now. A couple of things to get you going on this afternoon. Jason Kenny. Sir Jason Kenny, one of our greatest ever Olympians. Fabulous. As uh, he's decided to call it a day, and uh, he's become a coach uh, of the British side. It's something he'd been considering. The interesting thing was, um, he only became a coach now because he saw an ad on LinkedIn for a sprint coach for British cycling. Yeah, and he thought, <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I might go for that. Um, if I yeah. don't get it, I'll just carry on cycling. If I do get it, I'll do the job. Yeah, you can nice. only imagine. They've probably had very good applications from lots and lots of very qualified people to do this yeah, job. Course, yeah. And they're probably ploughing for them. Yeah, shortlist. <laughs> he looks quite good, yeah. No, shortlist, no. 
Jason Kenny. <laughs> I mean, what, I'm sure he had to go, his qualifications. I'm sure he had to go through the um, same interview process, of course. Yeah, well. But um, still, I mean, he's got the gig and it's not a massive surprise. Well, the people and, interviewing him, though, go, what can you bring to Yeah, where do you the, see yourself in five years? <laughs> what makes you think you're the person? <laughs> the, the, the classic medals on the table. Yeah, isn't just it? bring them in. Do you think he wore them to the interview? <laughs> yeah, he would have done it. Look quite, but he would like a rapper, wouldn't he? All that bling. So anyway, we're going to have a chat with... Um, well, no, we're not going to have a chat with him, but we are going to ask you to get involved and tell us... Sometimes you apply for jobs. He was well qualified for. But sometimes you see an ad. Sometimes you might sit at the back of a broad sheet. It could be a... I mean, we've had lots of people talk about football managers' jobs they've applied for, and we'll take those as well, or other jobs in football. Maybe someone, somebody's looking for a director of football or a general manager, and you're thinking, you know what, I might go for that. But yeah. it needn't be sport. It could be anything. A job you took a punt on. Mm. Maybe you got on the shortlist. Maybe you got an interview. So I got ear <laughs> <laughs> So do let us know those stories that go, you know what? I might have a go at that. Um, also, yeah. Charlie's choice. Uh, what did your dad tell you? Where does yeah. this come from? Sergio Aguero uh, yeah. said the other day, uh, I'll try and find the exact quote, but I can't find it at the moment. But yes. He said, uh, "He said, oh, my dad used to tell me I was good at football when I was playing, but when I, when I retired, he said, I was the best he's ever seen. And I thought, oh, that's really good. But he probably should have told him while he was playing. It's such a dad move. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're all right, son. You're all right, you know. But I thought, what did your dad tell what you? What did your dad tell you? I've telling you earlier on, Charlie, very quickly, I've mentioned it before, my uh, wife, when she was very young, about five or something, doing a little project at school, colouring in or whatever. And uh, they were doing things about Julius Caesar. Julius Caesar was mentioned in the class and my, my mum's dad said, oh, yeah, I drink with him in the railway. See him every, <laughs> see him at the weekend. Yes. So she goes into school. Yeah. Miss my dad said he knows Julius Caesar. Drinks with him in the railway. Made herself look a bit of a burke. But she's only five. Yeah. That's what sometimes what dads are like. They do yeah. stuff like that. Have so you a, have you had a pickled egg, Julius? I've had two brute. <laughs> yeah. There it is. Oh, there it is. Thank you so much. It's great when the pros are in the room <laughs> and they can just come up with that stuff. So anyway, um, do let us know stuff your dad told you, good and bad, and uh, those jobs you thought you know what might just go for that. A surprise guest. We're more very, than happy Very to exciting, see him. Paul. Very excited. Cruiserweight boxer uh, Lawrence Ciccone is going to pop in and see us. He was, he, we'll be honest, he was due to come in with Jim. He was got he got held up. Yeah. But you're going to see Lawrence in action at I, the weekend. I bought, I've bought tickets. I've never been to boxing. I love boxing. Really? I've never actually been to a Give uh, you some fight. advice. Get yourself a Peaky Blinders cap <laughs> or they may not let you in. Okay. I'm taking my son as well, who, yeah. loves, who loves Lawrence Acoli, so he'll be gutted. He's not yeah. here. It's oh, half, yes, term, half term. He and could have come in. He slept in. He had an extra hour in bed. That's a good... And he's missed Lawrence Acoli. What Ocoli. a good cool subject That'll that is. You. I slept through it. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. 
Now, Charlie, as he just turned, is off to the boxing uh, this weekend. Sunday night, the O2. It was un- in doubt, Paul, but yeah. it's it's definitely on. UB40 are playing there tonight or oh, tomorrow okay. night. So they can be the test. The, the roof t- comes off. They're like the guinea pigs. Yeah, that's it. Uh, Lawrence O'Coley's making his second WBO title defence against uh, Poland's Michael Shizlak, and we're very pleased to say the man that's got you to buy your first tickets for a boxing match, Especially. Lawrence O'Coley. Yes. Yeah, Lawrence, goodness. Well, what about that as a, as a, as a testament to your skills that <laughs> Charlie has bought the tickets for him and his son yeah. for the fight? We're excited. No, I'm, um, I'm, I'm happy to hear it. Do you know what I mean? It's, uh, <laughs> it puts me in a good mood and more motivation for Sunday. Yeah. yeah. Um, we were saying that because of this issue at the O2, we saw sort of pictures after the storm last week. You were probably a bit concerned they were going to have to switch venues. Yeah, like I was quite shocked because um, I, I didn't see it on the news or anything. I wasn't watching out for the weather. When I woke up and I saw the wind, I was like shocked. And then obviously I got sent um, a load of the pictures. Is the fight still going ahead? And I just kind of, you know, took the pressure off and said, it's either going to happen at another venue yeah, or yeah. happen at another day. But I just, you know, carry on training as normal. They want an open air fight in uh, this time of year. No, maybe you? not. This <laughs> <time>. <laughs> an impromptu. Who's going to cope with a wind vest? Oh, yeah, that's probably, it. Probably, probably someone from Poland, really. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it, may, it may do him a bit more of a favour. So uh, you, you're in good shape. You're feeling good before the yeah, fight. Yeah, I feel good. I feel good as as always. You know, um, the main part is getting down to the weight for me. I've managed to do it well, so I feel really fresh right now, and um, I feel really yeah confident and and and, and happy. So. Yeah, all I have to do now is, you know, do the last bit of media, last bit of making weight, and then it's the fun time. Yeah. I think people are interested to know what happens. Here we are, the fight's on Sunday, isn't it? So here we are on, on Thursday lunchtime. And uh, so what's the kind of timetable for you now? Uh, tonight I'll do um, a media or public workout. I'm not sure which one, but, you you know, you just flex, do a bit of punching in front of the cameras, <laughs> um, you know, look at your opponent, see how he's looking. Yeah. And then um, you have the weigh-in... Um, no, no. Then, t- then tomorrow will be the press conference. Yeah. So we we'll get our last bit of conversation. I get to see what the opponents are are saying. What all the people on the card, and then the next day is the weigh-in. Um, and then after that, normal media just refuel and then go to work on um, the Sunday. So after you 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 make the weight, you do a bit of work to make the weight, and then you immediately sort of refuel. Do oh, you as soon as you're done? You instantly. Know? Yeah. <laughs> and what, instantly. what will you eat? What what's what's um, your meal of choice after that? I have like a um, nutrition plan, so they kind of have the food ready there. I will sneak in a few little treats here and there, um, a few cakes that I've been missing out on. Yeah. You know, yeah. you want to refuel and feel happy. Yeah, yeah, um, of course. Yeah. So yeah, that. I mean, one one fight I had a pizza, but. <laughs> um, I think I think I'll avoid it this time. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But no, yeah, I'll just I'll just um, I think I yeah I'll just have whatever's whatever's there. But mm. it'll mainly be like white carbs to start with, um, just to refuel quickly, and then on the day of the fight, more sort of slow burning ones. You know? Yeah, yeah. When does that kind of? I mean, obviously you're part of sort of Team GB and everything, so you've been used to that. But I suppose as when you start to take the sport more seriously, you think talk about nutritionalists and knowing the way. There comes a point when it becomes science as much as anything else. Yeah, no, hundred percent. I think obviously at its core, boxing is quite a, um, you know, it's a contact sport. It's mm. about you know, violence, but obviously it has to be done in a clever way. Um, but then the the extra percentages when you get to the top level, those are the ones that matter. How well you're sleeping, how well you're making weight, how well you're rehydrating, um, and you know how you train and why you train. You know what I mean. So I think, um, yeah, as you get more knowledge and stuff, it becomes more important. Yeah, you're you're, you're such a rangy fighter. You know, yeah. you you've got such a, a big reach. Uh, yeah, you managed to still make it exciting and, and, and don't mind getting in close as well. Was that always your style, even mm. from a young man? No, I think, you know, I've always been physically um, gifted in terms of fighting. However, you know, stylistically, I've it's developed over the years. I think initially it was, um, I wasn't really getting to grips with what I should do in the mm. ring, except for win. You know what I mean? Yeah. But now it's more like, you know, let's make it a bit exciting. I've got, you know I mean? You and your kid are coming to the fire. And, yeah. You know, I've got um, a lot of people that, you know, are, going to be tuning in and watching so I might as well give them something fun to see you know Do you feel yourself getting better as fight by fight? No definitely I feel myself getting more confident um, more tactically like astute or however you say it just um, being able to dissect people a lot better mm. um, and I think it, it does come with experience because yeah. initially it was all just it's, a, it's like a, a race Okay, how, yeah. how many punches can I throw? How, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, when can I land the punch and end it? Yeah yeah But now it's like you know what? 
We've got 12 rounds. Oh, <laughs> You'll get him to, okay, round two, don't yeah. worry. He's, yeah, and then you, I can just yeah. get them later. Yeah. And that and that switch to pro, do you feel do you feel that step up when you go from amateur to pro? Yeah, it's very different. I think as an amateur, it's it's great. You box against the best people from across the world, but it's you know three rounds, three minutes. You can nick it. You can just outworked him or you know you can you. But as a pro, and um, you have one record now. You know you know yeah, as yeah. an amateur. Win, lose, or draw, I start again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As sure. a pro, it's, yo, this is forever this is now. now. Yeah, this is it. So every fight has a different type of yeah. pressure, as well as um, the, um, the the feelings different. So mm. as an amateur, it's all about being the best and trying and, you know, sportsmanship, handshakes and, <laughs> you know, England versus whatever. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, um, but then when you turn pro, it's you. Sure. It's no longer the sure. cookie of, and the support of, come on, do it for Great Britain. It's... Do we like Lawrence O'Coley? Do we like X? Do we like Y? Yeah. He's, you know, you get broken down sure. a lot more. So that's something to get used to. But once you are, I think it, it does give you more sense of self. Yeah, I'm going to ask, ask you a question that I reckon cruiserweights probably get sick of mm. answering, which is, do you look? Do you think when you're losing the weight, do you think I don't need to do this? I'm going every time. I'm going <laughs> to. I'm going to be a heavyweight. No, I know. I know. <laughs> every single time. Because you were a heavyweight as an amateur, wasn't you? No, so, so it's still the same weight class, but mm. I've you know bounced up and down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a, um, But as a pro, I think it's a bit more. I, I knew there was a path to get a world title, so I was happy to do that. But every time it gets the fight week now, I'm yeah. all right today because I haven't started actually making weight. But just. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> that salad. Can you that, see? A, yeah. Can you see a day when you'll when you'll yeah definitely move that as way. soon as it becomes like like now I'm happy I've come here I can have a conversation I can mm. drink I can but as soon as it becomes a thing where it's a chore like mm, I'm not really enjoying this mm. at all yeah or I have a fight and you know I win but my performance isn't really what I want it to be I won't hang around it'll be time to get yeah. on the uh, the carbs and the weight training and put on a bit of size and just dance with the big boys. There's a few good fights at heavyweight, I think it's fair to say. No, there's many. There's many. It's, it's actually... And also, there'll be opportunity to make bigger fights because you can have conversations. I think a lot of the best boxers in my weight class are from other countries. Yeah, I don't really yeah. speak um, much English. So it's boxing people know, oh, this is a good fight, but it's hard to reach a wider audience. But at the heavyweight, there's some good talkers and some good fighters, so yeah. we'll be able to uh, enjoy. What do we know about uh, like the guy fighting at the weekend, Michael Sheslak? Yeah, we know he's um he's he's a good fighter. He's a you know top f maybe five to eight in the world. I'd say um gonna come game. He's had a long time to prepare. Is he and a puncher or a boxer? He's right. a mixture of the two. He's mm -hmm. just really actually good all round. But yeah. I, the thing I just don't think he does it well enough to sort of trouble me. In my you know in my estimation, I think I've got some X factors, a little bit extra reach, a lot more punching power boxing IQ so I just think I just edge it on everything but he's still a good fighter um, and he's going to come motivated you know obviously it's his opportunity to try to get a world title um, I've beaten quite a few of his country mates in, in the recent years mm. so I've seen them I've been watching the old YouTube they're all there banding together saying you're the one that's going to yeah. do it <laughs> um, so um, you know it's up to me to show on mm. Sunday why he's just like the rest of them. And you're 17 and 0, aren't you? 14 by knockout. Yeah, so yeah. Are you, the O's not going to go, definitely. You're feeling, oh, no, no, you're feeling good. Gonna, my four amazing. O's not I'm going to I'm going to be there, Paul. It's not like that. can't I'll go. I'll send it. Any I'll hard rounds, I'll You'll never be able to go and watch him again. <laughs> exactly. I'm the, <laughs> no, for real, for the only real. time I ever lost was when Charlie Baker was nah, there. Yeah, you'll possible. be a Jonah. Not possible. No, I'll get it. And, you know, I've had seven KOs in a row now, so I'm looking to keep that going. I like it. It makes me feel, you know, that's another KO. Enough it, so we'll just try to keep that going. Brilliant. Lovely to see you, Lance. All, all the very best for uh, Sunday and continued success, and hopefully we'll see you again. And did, you. Charlie will give you a wave, him and his yeah, boys stand I'll be, mate, I'll be look able to, I'll look spot you in the crowd. Them, yeah. I don't, <laughs> they're not ringside. Yeah, you may have to You may have to look in the distance exactly. a bit. Yeah, they're not, yeah. <laughs> in the KO in a Coley, that's what I'm doing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Lance, all the best. Thank Lawrence and so Coley there, you can catch him on uh, Sunday night at the O2. And meet Charlie Baker, no, what a win double won't see me. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Our next guest is a comedian, podcaster, actor, yeah. uh, Welsh Ex rugby fan. pro rugby player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For That's Exeter right. Chiefs and played in Canada as well. Yeah. He should really put out some pictures of himself when he played in Canada because 
He, he, he put out a picture the other shy. day. I thought it was the Marlborough man. He's very shy about his the way I he looked. It was the Marlborough man before he was the fags. It was it <laughs> when he was in good shape. Here we go. Um, Here we go. No, I mean that's a compliment. Mike Bubbins joins us. Oh, you were smouldering in very that picture. You're shy. You stand there in this kind of cowboy hat. I was, was absolutely fighting him off. Yeah, <laughs> I can believe. I can believe Both it. Both sexes. Mike. Yeah, <laughs> and people who didn't identify yeah. as well. All of them. Yeah, it was. It was. I thought it was. I think it was. You were in a kind of production. Midnight Cowboy. It was. It was yeah. that kind of look, wasn't Don't it? Don't tell him that. John Voight. Yeah. Yeah. Put on his poster. Young John Voight. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to pick you up. I I I, I was the uh, the strength coach for Exeter before they became the Chiefs. I have, last season. I apologise. I did play. I did play professionally, but not for that. I played for the mighty Glamorgan Wanderers. Oh. But I I did I did I did I was I was on the payroll at Exeter. Yes. Yeah. Okay. In a, no, in a rugby in a non-playing capacity. We okay. no something you like better than <clears throat> coming down to England for a big game at Twickenham amongst all the England rugby fans. Mike, it's a great it's a great joy of yours, isn't it? I think. <laughs> it's it's you know it's such good fun that for what the fourth time now I'm going to go all the way to London for the for the rugby and watch the rugby in Old Deer Park London Welsh because I can't stand going to Twickenham <laughs> <laughs> how does it differ from uh, uh, how does it differ um, from the atmosphere in, in Wales uh, listen I'm, I'm not gonna, you know you know me I like to keep everyone on side I'm, mm. I'm not a divisive person um, <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not my it's not my favourite rugby ground to be at no um, I, I'm, a, I'm a, obviously a Cardiff be number one. I mm. think then possibly Ireland or Scotland number two. Then France. I haven't been to Italy. Um, right. But you'd still, even though you've not been there, you'd put that ahead of Twickenham, wouldn't you? I'd imagine. Yeah, yeah. I haven't been to Rome, but ahead of yeah, yeah. <laughs> I put about three or four places in front of Twickenham. I haven't been there. So <laughs> I think the problem with it is you, the, 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 your perceived arrogance yeah. of uh, England. Fans, players, and coach. Am I correct? Well, that's your words, Charlie. Your well, do you know what? No, no, because I think the players are fine. I, I mm. think, and I think the coach mm. is fine. And I think, I think that ninety-five percent of, of England rugby fans are fine. But that five percent don't have to make up for it, though, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear, dear, dear. Yeah. <laughs> now uh, so let's talk about rugby. Uh, the Felipe uh, yeah. Falatao and Josh Adams are, uh, playing. Of course, yeah. you've had a look at the Wales team. We'll get your thoughts on the England team in a moment. But you're happy with yeah. the. With the Wales lineup. Yeah, I don't know what uh, Jonathan Davis has done, Foxy, to be on the, on the bench. Um, I, I put him in my starting lineup every day of the week. Uh, but yeah, good, great to see Falatau back. That back, back row is looking strong. Um, I think that back three, now that Josh Adams comes back in, is probably the best back three in, in the competition, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, I think we'll have a world cut out up in Twickenham, though. Definitely, I think that the English pack is uh, strong. The bench is very strong. You know, when you bring in someone like John Marler off the bench, you know, I mean, mm. that, that tells you how strong that bench is. So, um, but yeah, I'm very pleased by the, by the Wales team. I think we we started very poorly. We did all right against Scotland. Obviously, you know, uh, pleased to beat the Scots. Scotland, I, I hate to mention this, beat England, obviously. Yes, of course. Um, <laughs> but unfortunately, sport doesn't work like that, does it? I mean, on paper, we should now beat England on Saturday, but that's, that's not yeah. that simple. Very open Six exactly. Nations, though, isn't it? And yeah. I think you were, even you were surprised to beat Scotland. Oh, completely. I, I thought we were going to get absolutely tonked by Scotland, to be honest. Well, after the, the, the number they did in England, I thought mm. we were uh, going to lose by three or four scores there. So I was very pleased with that. Um, yeah, so it's, it is It is apart from, obviously, Italy, who who uh, I feel sorry for, really. But their 20s are doing well. The, the young lads are doing well. So if they can keep that together and keep going. Mm. But apart from that, the other five of us, we're looking, it's going to be <clears> nip and tuck, I think. When, where do you I think stand France on? Are very strong. Yeah, France. Oh, yeah, they are. They're very strong. But they, would you, there, where do you stand on this idea that Italy could make way potentially in twenty twenty five for South Africa? No one's officially said that it could be. I so, don't think it'll happen. I, no? I think they, they've got a veto for a start, so they'd have to rewrite everything. I don't, I don't think it'll happen. I think there should um, there should be some way that we can include other European countries. I think the Georgia and people like that should mm. have, a, have a chance. Maybe sort of promotion relegation. They're talking about. Yeah. Maybe not every year, maybe every other year would be my, my ideal for doing that. Maybe every sort of two, three or four years, bring bring a team up and take a team down. So you qualify to be the sixth nation, if you like? I think so, yeah. yeah. I think that that's the way that I'd look at doing it, so mm. to, give, to give the tier two team something to play for. I don't see South Africa joining it, but I don't just travel-wise and logistics-wise, it seems a bit of a daft idea, but... um. Obviously, they're too good a side not to be in a regular competition somewhere, though. Yeah, no, that's very true. Your uh, podcast goes from strength to strength, doesn't it, Mike? Your you're, socially distant sports bar. You, you had some live, yeah, big, had some big live shows booked, didn't you? That I think you've had to postpone for now, but yeah, really, did, really did, growing, did, isn't it? Talk us through it. 
Yeah, so we did the uh, we did the live tour uh, last year, which was great. We sort of did. I, I thought the Cardiff would sort of go well, but we did London and Birmingham and Belfast and yeah. Newcastle everywhere. It was lovely. Um, that was really good. Um, and then we were going to do the arena in Cardiff before the Scotland game, actually on the Friday before the Scotland game, which is a four thousand seater, which is a bit mm. uh, bit squeaky bum time. But um, it was going well. And then we because of COVID, if you ask me that, but yeah, go on. yeah, yeah, I thought so as well. Um, <laughs> We sort of heard, never believe rumours, see, this is the thing, we sort of heard that it was definitely going to be a case of uh, behind closed doors or, or reduced capacity for the rugby, and we thought, well, come on, this is based on the rugby, the, the international yeah, yeah, Saturday. Sure. So we pulled the gig on, the, I think, the Tuesday, I think on the Thursday, they announced that all the, uh, the games would go ahead full capacity. Mm, yeah. So that was great fun. So we're going to reschedule that for hopefully Christmas or maybe in the spring of next year now. Excellent. And uh, yeah, we, going good. we did very much enjoy your pilot mammoth yes. you did for BBC Wales. Great fun. Yeah. Is it? Can well, you bring us any news? Come on, Mike. Uh, right. So BBC Network have commissioned me to write another uh, another episode, which oh, is good. good. With, yeah. with, so that, that's, that's I mean, the process of that now. Hopefully, I mean, obviously, if, if all the stars align and and God is good. Then, then I'll get a, I'll get a series yeah, out, which would be, be nice. So we'll, we'll see, we'll see. I mean, you never, you know, you never know with TV. But um, yeah, the, the pilot went down well. People enjoyed it. People got behind it, which is great. And, uh, and is, it, is it still Tony, available Tony on the iPlayer? Is it, is it yes, there for another eight months. I think it's another eight oh, months. You're going to see me with fake tan and lots of mascara on. <laughs> car refing's the best bit. I, I sent you a picture, didn't I, of myself car refing my son's football match oh, yeah, at one funny. point. But I, you know, I. Mate, that was, I, I, there was a phone-in on your previous incarnation of this show oh, from yeah. 10, 12 years ago. Oh. And somebody phoned up from a Not public school and said... It won't be this show. It would, it would have well, been... What would have been? All right. Talk radio. Right, well, yeah, 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 yeah. And it was uh, some bloke from a public school saying that his games master had to do a football game and was incensed because he was, he was a rugby man. <laughs> Didn't think football should happen. So he, he refereed it from his car. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'm, I said I'm having that one day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, lovely, yeah. Wrote that in a margin somewhere. Perfect. So let's get let's get that one Mike Bubbin's predictions for the Six Nations this oh, weekend. Scotland, France. Oh. I mean, you never you never know with France. They could rock up and be appalling, but it's probably yeah, not. They've got too but much. Could you give Scotland it, a chance? I got. I give them a chance. Um, but I think I think France is too strong for everybody this year. I think I think they'll beat Scotland comfortably by three scores. Okay. I think I think I think it'll. Yeah, I think they'll be. Scores, I'll take it you're going Wales at Twickenham. I think this would be close. Mm. I think, it, but I, I do think I don't know. I, th- I think that we're in. I think that the Welsh are already in the English heads. Okay. I think. Uh, okay. I think Eddie Jones. I think Eddie Jones might yeah. lose the the, the slight yeah. battle again. Eddie again. Jones. Yeah. 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 Kind of. Yeah. We'll see. It'd be very close. Yeah, Wales, very yeah. close. Ireland, yeah. Italy, <laughs> probably not quite so close. <laughs> I would think. No, unfortunately not. I don't see Italy getting anywhere near that. Um, mm. Yeah, I was really pleased their under-20s had a good win, but um, yeah, they, they need something drastic to happen. Well, Mike, It's a great place. I've, yeah. I've played rugby over there a few times in Italy. They're, they're such a nice bunch of people. The rugby crowd over there are great as well, so I'd like yeah. to see them do well. Yeah. Would be. All right, look, lovely to talk to you, Mike, as always. Um, um, yeah, cheers, fellas. We'll Love catch you, up Bob. with you see soon. soon. Thanks very much. Take care, both. Bye, Loads bye, there bye, we bye, are. Bye. Mike Bubbins there, comedian, actor podcast a big rugby fan as you can tell the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast we got you going on a couple of things today so Jason Kenny is going to become a coach um going to stop riding after an illustrious career and he, he saw the job advertised on LinkedIn to coach the British uh, team as a speed coach and he said well, you know what I might just go for that and funnily enough with his <laughs> qualifications he got it but sometimes you apply for things on a bit of a punt uh, for example Mark says I once applied to be a scout for West Brom whilst at uni he must have had a pretty decent CV because yeah, he I said so, I, yeah. was, I, I was I came along for an interview at the training ground. I was totally shocked by they asked me to come along. Didn't get the job. I got to meet Dan Ashworth. Had a oh. couple of hours going through the club's DNA. So something came out of it. Yeah, says not Mark. bad at all. You, you, if, you don't, you, if you don't shoot, you don't score, Paul. That's well. That, that's that what I was looking for. True. You also wanted to know from the listeners things your dad told you. Your dad told you. Yes. My dad. This is Simon in Chesham. My dad told me don't <laughs> volunteer for anything. <laughs> don't, don't volunteer Such for a anything. Miserable thing to say. Yeah. My dad told me, don't volunteer for anything. And like a mug, I'm still helping ungrateful people at nearly 60. It's not Simon, in, you, the, Simon. Simon in the Foreign <laughs> Legion. Um, this is uh, from one of the listeners. He said, I was playing well at football at 15 years of age, two minutes before a game. My dad said, I've got something to tell you. He said, no, in fact, hang on, I'll tell you after the game. Anyway, 10, uh, ten seconds before, he said, no, actually, I will tell you before the game. Ten yeah. seconds before the game, he said, there's a Spurs scout coming to watch you. He 
standing by oh. that tree over there. He said, I went out and had an absolute mare. What a nightmare. <laughs> That's no good. Dads. So dads. do keep those coming. Talksport. <laughs> Playing Sunday League. This is Matthew Kidd. Hello, Matthew. Uh, Playing Sunday League after a comfortable 3 0 win. My dad said, if it wasn't for free kicks and corners, you give nothing to that team. <laughs> Thanks a lot. <laughs> keep him down. Um, where am I? Uh, yeah, so do keep those going. Talksport.com, text 8189. Who am I? I was looking at the screen for oh, another right. one. This is quite a long one. I'd, I always like to it's read those first. Let's just, just make sure case. It's, no one's stuck it's, a, it's a novella. It's in. less a text, more a novella. So we'll um, we'll have a look at that a little bit later on. So I come in, in the studio after Simon Jordan, Paul. Yeah, there's often, there's often things left around in his space. Yeah. Um, pens, uh, gold bars. Pens, gold bars. Gold bars. Contact lists, all sorts Fantastic. of stuff. Rolexes. But he's left the Times here. Today yeah. and just in the bottom corner, yeah, is written it, it, nothing else on the back page at all. He's written there's four words: it says temper, explosive, short-lived, not his own hair. <laughs> <laughs> he's written. That he's down. written that down. I don't know why he's written that down. Can I have a look at that? Yeah, again? Push it. Yeah, you are. I'm just. Temper. I'm interested. To, I'm just trying to, to see, try to. So uh, temper. tempo, explosive, <laughs> short-lived. Not his own hair. I don't think he's talking about Jim. That's it. This think. is a really good quiz. <laughs> good quiz, isn't it? Who's Simon, Simon, Simon describing? You know who he's... I know who he's describing. Yeah, but not his own hair. It gives it away. It's the last one. It's Antonio it? Conte. But, but the first one you go is temper. Who's he writing down? Yeah. Uh, who so, had a temper? That, well, could it be Antonio oh, Conte? Let's find yeah. out. Explosive. Well, it was explosive. Yeah, Short-lived, yeah, well, I mean, what does he mean? His time at Tottenham? Yeah, who knows, you know. Uh, but not his own hair. This is a new it's quiz. A, it's a great quiz. Yeah, fantastic. Who's Simon Finding describing? Things. There's a brilliant, maybe I'll get Andy Goldstein to tell it to you a little bit later on. Andy <laughs> Goldstein's got a brilliant story about writing things down on a piece of paper. Yeah. See if you can coax it out of him <laughs> uh, later on uh, with one of our... Best loved entertainers. Oh, oh, this is the what uh, a story. This I'm is not, the Bruce Forsyth story. Yeah, his, very, very. It's good. his story. Uh, he should have the right to tell it. It's genius. Exactly. Anyway, he's up at four o'clock, of course, uh, with uh, Darren Bent. Uh, Paul and Charlie, to cheer us all up, please, please do your John Fury and Charlie do his Kelbrook. Awesome impressions. <laughs> I mean, the Kelbrook's new, isn't it, Paul? I mean, the thing is, they're not really impressions. They're kind of, they're <laughs> grotesques, aren't they? With the, with the best, the, the two men. Yes. I mean, we do kind of cartoon, <laughs> cartoon approximation. All I can really say is you're big dosser. <laughs> that's, exactly. that's all I can, I, I'm, it's a bit like my Sean Dyche. Yeah. I, I'm prepared to do the day. I mean, it's similar. It, it is you similar. Know, they did go out and, you know, he sent his players out to win last night. It's your yeah. job, by the way. No, that's, that's all I can say. That's all I can say is Sean. I can't say anything and else. What I like there is you get the nuance between the John Fury and... Yeah, they are quite similar. Not <laughs> as similar Dyche. as all of Andy's uh, impressions sounding like John Arlott. Every one <laughs> Every of them. Every single one. That's the base Man of his of vocal voices, pizza. All of them the that's same. That's the cheese and tomato. Every one yeah. is effectively the same. I don't same. know if we've got the clip that I do for Kelbrook. I don't think John's listening. No, no. no okay. So, okay. We, we have the clip. We don't have the Kelbrook clip. Well, it was only when he was on last week with Adam Cattrall before the fight and said he said... And Adam said, what are we going to get from you tomorrow night? And what did he say? He said, there's going to be chocolate brownies. There's going to be wobbly legs. Fireworks. There's going to be fireworks. Wobbly we, legs. And we said it's like a children's, yeah, children's party. party. Here it is. going to be a bouncy castle. Here he is. He really <laughs> did say it. Here it is. Tell me what they're going to get. They're going to get fireworks. They're going to get chocolate brownies. They're going to get drama. They're going to get wobbly legs from him. It's all going to be happening. Going to get conjurer. <laughs> yeah. yeah bouncy castle. castle. It'll be fantastic, wouldn't same, it? Same, yeah. doing the same show as Tuesday yeah. now. Clown! They <laughs> get clown. <laughs> clown is all turning up with a party bag on the way out. Yeah. It's going to have sweets in it. It's going to have a piece, a little yeah. piece of cake and a paper Mom's towel. Mum's going to pick you up. Yeah. Don't go yet. Have another 15 minutes. We haven't, got, we haven't cut the cake yet. We got, we got Ribena. We got orange, lemon and pineapple. <laughs> We got Haribo. <laughs> Bit fantastic. Anyway, maybe for the next fight. Grow up. Is, us, is Simon really? describing Elton John, Neil, in Walter Abbey? <laughs> he could be. No, I think it's very much Conte. <laughs> but it's lovely. It's hopefully from now on, and it's right near the crossword. Yeah. So hopefully from now on, Simon, every day every will time. leave you a little cryptic message of someone who's been very much in the news exactly. today. Very good. He's done our show for us. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Time for the birthday spread then. Ten birthdays. Uh, it's my job and Charlie's job to try and guess the ages of these people who celebrated birthdays this week. 
Andy Jacobs has compiled ah. uh, the list and he's got a gag for each one of them, which obviously the gag shapes the birthdays he does. Um, but that's nothing wrong with that. Um, and so, yeah, a margin of error will build over the 10 birthdays. You can play along at home, see how you get on. Many of you tell us each week that you're doing far better than we are. Mm. But, uh, yeah, uh, the margin of error builds. The one with the shortest margin of error after trying to guess the 10 birthdays is, is the winner. Uh, good afternoon, Andy. Good afternoon, Paul. Good afternoon, Charlie. Hey, and I have put I have put one in this week that isn't really got a great gag, but it's somebody who loves the birthday spread. You're, I'll mention it when I come to it. Oh, okay, okay, lovely. Oh, Good. Lovely. Uh, Jeff Peters always keeps score. Good afternoon, Jeff. There it is. Yeah. Oh, Back in the East Midlands Nerve Centre. Paul, 16, Charlie, 9 is the... Uh, latest score it's it's uh, it, it's been a wonderful <laughs> contest well, charlie's doing brilliantly well yes he is doing well um yes. bought jeff a pint in the week and everything He's i know you didn't despite that despite kicking that, you while you're down the teeth. no fears about no fears about rondas tonight i take it uh, jeff <laughs> God, idiot still calling <laughs> rondas uh, yeah, I think, is, yeah. I think, my opinion. Um, yeah, I mean, listen. If, <laughs> if, 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 yeah, if uh, me, me, me. If, if, uh, if, oh, if, if <laughs> on the undercard for Lawrence Tony <laughs> on Sunday. Yeah, but he's heavyweight and I'm middleweight. Listen, if Leicester fail to go through against Randers tonight mm. with a 4-1 lead, and to be honest, it could have been double figures last week. Their yeah. goalkeeper was just incredible. Then then you definitely have to ask questions of the manager. So it should yeah. be fairly comfortable. You'll be fine, yeah. OK. Um, yeah, yeah. Pele's back yeah, in the hospital. Does. We do wish him well. But, yeah. Um, yeah. So we've got to admit, this week he's on tape, not oh, with us in okay, the studio. Not, couldn't <laughs> make it in. Couldn't make it in. Really? Here's, here's Pele. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the first birthday of the week yeah. is that fine uh, woman footballer, sometimes contributed to Talk Sport, Eni Aluko. Oh, yeah, Eni uh, Aluko. Yeah. And she's just hosted a dinner, actually, at the London Stadium for West Ham's Boys of 86. It was really great to see Eni's old irons. Yay! Yeah, <laughs> marvellous. You look sweet. Talk about a treat. I'd yeah. say... Same as last year. I kick off, don't I? Because um, uh, Eni Aluko's probably about 30... Eight. Just to show you, I'm not. Eight? Just show I'm not S housing. Paul, you've written it down. I've also written thirty-eight down. Okay, but I will say thirty-seven. Okay, thirty-five. Yes. Oh, sorry, any if you're listening, because she packed. She stopped playing a bit early and, and then went into mm. like director of football route, didn't she? Of course. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. Plus the score, so then, Jeff. Jeff sorry, uh, Paul. You're three out. Charlie, two out. Oh, okay, three-two. Charlie takes an early lead. Yes. Uh, next one is the singer Howard Jones. Howard oh, yeah. Jones, and uh, Howard's a big Chelsea fan actually, and he wanted Petacek to attend his blues-themed party. Unfortunately, he couldn't get him to come. I said to him, "You'll have to ask Czech's good friend Danny Ings to persuade him." As I said to Howard, Ings can only get better. Yay! Come on. That wasn't one Come of his on. songs, you know that, don't you? <laughs> well, it was. I'm afraid it things was, can only yes. get better. Yeah. Yes. Oh no, I'm 1985. thinking. 1985. The Ream Ream. Well, okay. He did. He did it. As okay. Well, yeah. I've got a great knowledge of other songs called "Things Can Only Get Better." <laughs> I, could, I bet you. I bet you didn't have to wiki that, Andy. Did you know off the top of your head? Could call this. Well, quiz. it's actually written in the. It's written in the birthday. It's Howard Jones singer. Things can only get better. 1985. Um, Howard. Uh, Howard Jones. Howard Jones. 64. That's a very good guess, Thank Charlie. You, Paul. I was thinking a very similar age. Oh, He's got to be. Yada yada yada. Uh, 65. <laughs> well, that's what I think he is. I'm not going to say 86 for the sake of it. <laughs> Tapping it around at the back. <laughs> He's 67. Oh, there we go. About the bloke in the mental chains. He's not that old, is he? This set is so ageist, honestly. Yeah, I know. I'm an old. Yeah. It's Christmas time. Who's that? Feed the world. Oh, he's on that, wasn't he? He was on that, yeah. Anyway, so, um, what's this? Sorry, Howard, if you're listening. I say, sorry, Howard, if you're listening. (laughs) Howard, listening. (laughs) What's the the score, Jeff? It's a reverse of the first one. It's Paul 2, Charlie 3. So it's uh, Cheltenham, Wickham, or Wickham, Cheltenham. It's 5 all. 5 Okay, 5 all. Nice. Uh, I go go first, then, on the next one. Take it away. Okay, here it is. I put it in especially for him. He's a friend of the show, friend of the station, the chief football writer for the Times, Henry Winter. Henry, oh, 
winter is oh, coming. Yes. He's Birthday. such a generous man. I mean, yeah. Henry heard I was struggling to fill my car up in the last petrol shortage and said I could have some of his. I was very grateful for the winter fuel allowance. Hey, <laughs> very nice. Good. He's just opened a well, trekking right. venue oh, in the go. northeast. Oh, Has he really? Yeah, he's walking in a winter sunderland. Oh, wow. Well, actually, oh, but, oh, he, but he's, he's, he's also been selling me some cheap um, oh, outdoor nice. camping oh, equipment. Oh. Yeah, the winter of my discount tent. Okay. But anyway, yes, yes, yes. Okay. yes. Yeah. Happy birthday. Bye. I'd say he is... Uh, what's he? Oh, yeah, he's, he's a very young-looking man. Um, 50... Is he 50 or is that... Am I doing him a disservice here? 51. Mm, I've gone a bit older. I'm saying really? 54. I'm crawling, you see. You're going 54. He's a very, very young-looking 59. No. There you go. He'll be pleased He's with that. He's not. It must he be that cool. old byline picture. Well, look, I'm going <laughs> on that after Mary Quant last week. Who knows if he's he is. In his, he's like, it's that classic byline <laughs> picture. Now, have you ever seen that? They do it. They have a byline picture for not Henry, but all <laughs> journalists. They have a byline picture for like 25 years. Yeah. And suddenly a new editor comes in and updates him. And you go, oh my God, what happened? <laughs> it's like overnight. <laughs> overnight, they age about 40 <laughs> years. Anyway, happy birthday, Chandra. Dorian. Don't Dorian forget, it was Gray. me that said you were much younger than that. Yeah. So what's that down at the scores? <laughs> Paul, you're eight on that, so you move on to 13. Yeah. Charlie, five out. He's on to 10. So, Charlie, with a, a lead of three after three. OK, Charlie, you're first off on this one. Okay. Here we go. OK, it's the fine actor Ray Winston. Ooh, Ray yeah. Winston. Yeah. And Ray. I don't know if you know this, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah, Ray is a very keen drummer, and so for his birthday, I bought him a fabulous drum kit. It was a replica of the one used by Keith Moon. As I set it up for him, I said, Here, Ray, have a bang on that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's fantastic. Very good. <laughs> 62. Oh, yeah, that's not a bang. Yes. Yeah. I thought I, I knew someone who went to school with him. My old neighbour was a mate of his and went to school with him, and I Ooh. thought he might have been a bit younger than me, but I could be. I don't know. I want to go 59. No, oh, no. Is he much no, older than 65. That? Is he really? I thought it made me because yeah. maybe they weren't the same year. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that was the that was my workings out anyway. Yeah. But uh, anyway. Six to five. So what's happened to the scores? Next goal. Charlie, three out. <laughs> Paul, six out. <laughs> Paul, Paul, 19. Yeah. Charlie, 13. Six in it after four. Okay, we head into half time after this it one. It's very tempting, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Like yeah, one of us is going to go, yeah, Eddie Jones. Yeah. It's basically the same thing. Go on, then. It is really. Uh, Buffy St. Marie, the oh, singer and songwriter. Yeah, Buffy yeah, St. Marie. Yeah. I was asked to cater her party and I put on a huge spread and she was starving <laughs> and wondered if there'd be enough food. I said, don't worry, it's an all-you-can-eat Buffy. <laughs> um, Buffy she's got to be yeah. getting on Buffy St. Marie, isn't she? Um, yeah. Slaying um, those vampires. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Yeah, yeah. 80, 89 <laughs> Buffy St. Marie. Mm, yeah. Mm. 85. 85, okay. Yeah, 81. Oh, okay. wow. Well, sorry if you're listening, Buffy. What are the chances <laughs> Buffy sent Marie? <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> yeah. Hello, Adrian. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, yeah. Well, I've phone Andy and Darren. I want to talk about Tottenham. Big Spurs fan, not happy with Conte. <laughs> Buffy St. Marie. Where does she live these days, I wonder? Where's old Buffy live, does it say? Okay. It's already up on your uh, screen there, Paul. I mean, yeah. Googling Enfield, her. I think. Oh, I've already given my age, haven't I? So, what, what, yeah, what, so what's, what's the scores based on those wrong answers? So, Buffy was 81, you said 89, Paul, you're 8 out, you move on to 27, Charlie, 4 out, he's on 17, so Charlie leads by 10 at the halfway stage, 27, 17. Okay, 27, Ooh, 17, good, it's good half lead. time. Uh, let's see how things shave up in the second half of the birthday spread. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Rob Auburn's showing off. Uh, I'm on eight at half-time. Oh, yeah. After getting two spot on, bound to implode in the very second good, half. Yeah, Don't sure. put yourself very down, nice. Rob. That's very good scoring. Mark considering... Adkins has been in touch with me. Watch the legendary Hawksby S. Housery come out now, Charlie. Watch well, there's ten in it. Tapping it around at the back. At half-time, you're Stay strong. 27 plays 17. Um, Palais back. There he is. Andy, birthday number six as we uh, kick off the second yes. half. Birthday number six, the actress Greta Sketchy. Mm. Greta Sketchy. Yeah. I dated her, actually, when I was very young, but oh. an outbreak of a terrible rash put an end to the affair. <laughs> it was never going to work between itchy and sketchy. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, Who is it? I think it's you, Charlie, kicking it off. Greta Sketchy. 74. 74. Greta Um... Yeah, she probably is something like that. That's a very good guess. 70, 72, I'm going to go. 
No, she. Well, oh. Greta, she's 62. Oh, oh dear. Greta, I do apologise. Well, she's not if you're listening. That's the end of that, Paul. Now, Buffy St. Marie's in. She's in Honolulu. She's in you know, Hawaii. Greta's so it's our past. Well, it was our past six when we started. So I doubt if she's listening. Oh, she's, I think what put me off no. there. She's one of those people who's always show. a bit older than I think. Yeah. Because um. I won't say why. Um, and uh, she's, <laughs> but she's not as old as I thought there. Okay. Well, thanks for clearing that up. Really, <laughs> 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 really dug myself a hole there. So I do apologise. <laughs> if, if Greta and Buffy... We all know what you're sh- talking about, <laughs> Greta and Buffy s- share a flat. There's your sitcom pilot. Yeah, lovely. And uh, in, in Hawaii. <laughs> and they're, they're seething. They're seething. <laughs> uh, what's the scores, Jeff? Uh, 10 out, you were on that one, Paul. Oh, so you're wow. on to 37. Charlie, 12 out. He's on to 29. So there's eight in it after six. A bit of a mare I am. Okay, I go first on this one. Here we go, Andy. It's the great songwriter and singer, Smokey Robinson. Smokey oh, Robinson. Smokey, yeah. Um, yeah, we went racing together at Aintree, Ascot and Cheltenham. And I lost heavily at each one. I was absolutely gutted and became quite emotional when I said to Smokey, these are the tracks of my tears. Oh, yeah, good nice. Lovely. Yeah, lovely. that's lovely. It's almost like a true story, wasn't it? Um... <laughs> yeah, the way I bet. Yeah. yeah. Smokey Robinson, what's Smokey? He's got to be in his 80s, hasn't he? 83, I'm going to go with... 86. 86, okay. Oh, this is a nice close com- contest. He's at 82. Oh, I'm nerdling. Starting to nerdle. What's the score, Ajev? Paul, good guess. One out. You're on 38. Charlie, four out on that one on 33. Five in it, three to go. Five in it, three to go. What a game. Charlie okay. goes up next. It's a- yeah. Charlie, this is a lot. A lot of this week's uh, names you do know goes right okay. the way through to the last name. Actually, okay. it's John Travolta. Oh, John Travolta, yeah. and uh, we played against each other in a charity cricket match. And his was the wicket I pined for the most. I say, as soon as he walked into bat, I sledged him. I said, "You're the one that I want." That's <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. How nice. did he take that? It's not a true story, is it? It's just a joke. I'm no, doing apologise. Really. It's interesting to know what he <laughs> said. Where was this pride. game? Was it in the Mediterranean? Yeah. <laughs> was it? I, 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 I wouldn't have had him down. I'm not calling you a liar, Andy. I just wouldn't have had him down as someone who played a lot of cricket. No, he's all. not bad, actually. Okay, yeah. fair enough. What, is he slow I left arm? <laughs> <laughs> I am going to say he is 67. 67, you say? Yeah, that's what I said. John Travolta. John Travolta, 67. Saturday Night Fever. Oh, I know who he is, yeah, that, unless there's another film. one. 67. <laughs> the plumber. <laughs> yeah. Unless we talk about another on the one. side of his van. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Please clean me written in dust. Yeah. Um, he's, a, he's a baker. You're the bun uh, that I want. Yeah, grease is the word. Yeah, <laughs> I'll come and clean it, it off. Yeah. Go and get me rods. Yeah, you've got it's all backed up. You've been chucking cooking fat down there or something. Yeah, okay. I've got chills. They're mul- multiplying. Can you do anything, John? Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, 60. I'm going to agree with Charlie. 67. <sighs> Well, does oh. that help? He's 68. <laughs> I just I thought I'd make it interesting. Oh. So what's that done to, what's that done to the scores? Nothing. Well, uh, Nothing. You, Did you exactly. just say the same age as me? <laughs> exactly. yes. just, that isn't allowed, is it? That's <laughs> like that's like I can do what I like. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to build the tension. Unbelievable. <laughs> it's 39 <laughs> This is a new level, isn't it? This is a new What's level. The scores, Jeff? If I was interested in what the committee had to say, they'd be very concerned. You can't say the same point. age. That isn't. I just, I just did. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, what's, what's the scores, Jeff? Uh, it's 39, 34, so five in it, two to go. We're still four in it. That's weird. Ooh. Five in it. Anyway, okay, Ooh. five in it, yeah. All right, then. Um, I'm Absolutely terrible. I'm up next. Here we go. <laughs> it's Dame Pruleith. Oh, yeah. The cookery writer and Pru-Leaf. TV presenter from the yeah, Bake Off. Yeah. Dame Pruleith. Mm. Uh, we were on holiday together, actually, yes. <laughs> Lying on a beach when uh, the Proclaimers <laughs> came along and put up an umbrella. Where's this cast going? a shadow on us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine. Prue is furious. She hates not having sunshine on Leith. Yes. Sunshine on Leith. How's Prue? She's wearing well, isn't she? That's the, um, that's the game. Uh, yeah. Uh, 81, I'm going to go, Charles. 83. Okay. <laughs> 82. Oh! <laughs> it's coming down to the last name. So 39. Oh, sorry, now what's the scores? Uh, sorry, Jeff. 40 to 35. 40 to 35. So Charlie we enter the the, now, what happens on the last birthday is the person that's winning goes first. So, Charlie, uh, take it away. Same age, unbelievable. Here we go then. Andy. <laughs> it's the writer and broadcaster, Richard Maybe. Richard Maybe. And. Wow. Um, as an out-of-town country dweller, he asked me why I loved living in the capital city so much. I said, maybe it's because I'm a Londoner. 
Well, I don't know married him. To, to you, Richard, maybe? Married, married to Judy Finnegan. Is he? Um, no, that's... Oh, no. Yeah. oh aye, aye. Aye, aye. <laughs> yeah. That's not him. It's definitely maybe. Call me. Definitely maybe, maybe is it? It's definitely maybe. <laughs> yeah. Call me. Oh. Yeah. I don't know who he is. Nor do I, Charlie. I've got to be honest. It's going to be. This, this so is, is, uh, is, I'm mean, just going to go higher or lower. Higher. You're going to go five higher or five lower, aren't you? Six. Basically, six. Yeah, yeah, six. six yeah. Ideally, yeah. Okay. I'm going to say sixty. I'm going to say clickety click sixty-six. Oh, <laughs> good old wrong way, Regals. He's eighty-one. <laughs> oh, you are kidding me. <laughs> And that's also that's unbelievable. And that's actually playing for a draw in but the middle also, of the pitch. Also, a lot of people will have lost a lot of respect for you in that game, Paul. Well, why? I've, look, it's never lost been done a lot before. Of respect for you this in is that a, game. this is it was an innovation. It's, it's dreadful. It's the sort it's of thing not that, an innovation. The pundits, it's like VAR. No one wants it. <laughs> the pundits would pour over that. The same, I went for the same birthday as you. Mid game should be should be sent off for that. Do you know what that is? That that was like yeah, that was the seventh inning stretch. When have I ever? When have I ever put a 60-year-old last as well? Yes. Yeah, that's... that's Well, look, Andy, you need to buck that trend because it's getting a bit obvious. So you, you need to... You well, need last to... week's was 118. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, no, I'll give can you, I... I can, there, give you that. There was yeah. also a name on the tie-break. What was the name on the tie-break, Andy? Oh, hang on. Where are we? He's folding all his papers around. He's throwing it off. He's burnt the jokes as he goes. away in the files. He eats them. It was Dr. Dre. I thought you'd use that, but you obviously forgot about Dre. Oh, lovely. There we are. Jeff had the joke line. Yeah, I wonder why he was so keen. What was the final score? Big in the cider industry, Dr. Dre. Oh, yeah. Of course, yes. Of course he is. Yes. So I had him here with an old-fashioned sitting room. It was Dre Parler. Oh, OK. Oh, dear me. OK. So, so Charlie was 21 out. Yes. Paul, you were 15 out. So it finished. Paul 55, Charlie 56. Paul leads 17 no, 9. The game is, uh, look at this. A lot of people now saying Paul's tactics are bringing the game into disrepute. I can't believe Don't it. know how Paul sleeps at night. Paul's tactics are terrible. Unbelievable. Yeah. Bringing it one match ban for Paul. All sorts. Unbelievable, Paul. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. So there we are. Smashing. That, yeah. You're back, uh, back on, on Saturday, Saturday 9 till 11. Yeah. Game day warm-up, uh, Paul. And then I'll be back with you on Tuesday. On Tuesday. That's right. Uh, so thank you, Charlie. If you can, join myself and Andy tomorrow. Uh, we're one o'clock, as always. If not, the podcast will be available at four. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.